Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Your Manchester Podcast with myself and you are... Brandon McCaffrey. Hello, Brandon McCaffrey. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Back in the studio with Have you. Have you had a nice, nice week, Coco? I've had a fantastic week, but only better for seeing you, love. Well, obviously, obviously, my darling. We've got a fabulous show lined up tonight. On the show tonight, we are talking to the son of two legends. Yes, son of two legends. We're talking to Tyler Butterworth. His parents were Peter Butterworth and Janet Brown, everybody. Not Janet Brown from The Birds, the, the real lady. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I thought. Why not? Mm-hmm. Also on the show tonight, who's on? Also on the show tonight, we have got Ben Bond, who's here to talk to us about the Sunday Boys. And if that's not enough, we're talking to Adam Zane, Matt, and of course, the wonderful producer known as Mr. Mike Lee, all about Outstageous. So stick around. Only on Your Manchester. Manchester. <laughs> Fancy being the son of not one legend, but two legends. Mm. Now, many of you remember the uh, the wonderful farmer from the Carry On films. Yes. He played all the best roles. His name was Peter Butterworth. Yes. Uh, his wife was Janet Brown, who was the also best known ma- as. At Margaret Thatcher. Yes. Yes, yes. And the son is this gentleman, Tyler Butterworth. Tyler, welcome. How Hello. are you? Hey. Hi, good evening. Hi, Belinda. Hi, Brendan. I'm very excited about meeting you. I really oh. am. I feel like I'm talking to a legend and everything. Oh, it's really lovely. Do. It's lovely to meet you. I knew I'd feel underdressed the minute I saw the minute I oh, saw the show I start. Mean, if you can dress up more than she can, I'd be well and well. He has done. He has done. Uh, you're bringing a show to Stockport Plaza beginning of next year. Now it's all about your wonderful parents. First of all, I've got to ask: Was life a joy having those two as parents? Well, yes, uh, it, it was. It was, Belinda. It was funny. People say sometimes, you know, was it was it normal? Did you have a normal childhood? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know any different. But you did start to notice things, you know, when your mother impersonated all your friends' mothers um, <laughs> and your dad. Dad used to do, uh, you know, but as long as the, with the carry-ons, he also used to do panto. So, and he was a he was a great dame. So every Christmas we go along, and there's my dad dressed up as Nurse Samantha Butterscotch or whoever it is. Um, yeah. Actually, it reminds me. It was very funny when when he died. Um, we had to we had to sell all his a lot of his theatrical stuff, and there was this rail in the attic of all his dame's clothes. But so you, you can't. You know, we had a bra on, right? with. Sorry. So you put them all on, right? Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? I didn't think anybody knew about that. Anyway, <laughs> we've got but the what? pictures. We'll save them for later. <laughs> oh God, there's going to be money involved, isn't there? Um, <laughs> what was funny was, you know, it's getting rid of it. He had a bra with three cups on it, you know, that kind of thing. Things that dames used to wear. But uh, eventually we sold all his stuff. But yeah, it was it was a it was a great childhood. I was very lucky. So obviously being around your father then while he was part of the carry on films, you would have met all the fantastic, all the greats, would you have not? Well, I did, yes, I did actually. Um and some of them used to come down to the house. Um Dad was very good friends with Kenneth Williams. Now, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, Kenneth kind of, some people got on with him and some didn't, but Dad did. And so we used to have these wonderful trips down to Brighton with uh, Kenneth Williams. And uh, we'd be walking along the seafront and he'd get very giddy, very excited by it all. 
And he was, you know, that braying laugh. <laughs> yeah. <that he> <laughs> It was it was just fun. It was it was a good childhood. Yeah. No, I I, I have Belinda's um, a massive fan of your dad for one reason. While I am for a completely different one, and she knows what it's going to be. <laughs> uh, your dad was actually the uh, first ever Time Lord, apart from the Doctor, to appear in Doctor Who from right as the monk, uh, appearing in Time Meddler and the Daleks Master Plan, which no longer actually exists. Uh, so unfortunately, but I just I think that's incredible to see. Because I grew up watching the Carry On films as well. Like yeah. every Sunday, my mum had them on, and it's amazing to sit and watch him in such a thing as Doctor Who, and what, working with Bill Hartnell, and then doing Carry On and going like, "What a man! What a change that he has between <laughs> such a character." Was it, it was interesting it, seeing him in such a different style. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and I've got I've got that in the show. Um, I talk about Dad, and there's a little clip of him with uh, William Hartnell. Um, it, it was a funny character, wasn't it? He used to come back oh, yeah. and just cause trouble, didn't he? Oh, he was—he was—he just meddled and just wanted to make mess of history and just have a great time with it. And I think that—I think it was one of the first sort of like comedy roles they sort of put into the show, but that wasn't a literal BBC. It's a—it's a bit of a mess, but we'll get through it. We'll get through it. It's like us, you know. It's a bit of a mess, but we we'll get through it. He—he <laughs> <laughs> he had a great time doing it. I know he did. And um, in the clip that I have in, in the show. Uh, with William Hartnell, I look at that and I still find William Hartnell one of the one of the most frightening doctors. Do you do you kind of get that as well? Is it the old man thing or what? Yeah, I, I agree with. That. I think whenever you're younger, especially because you would have been quite young whenever it happens, yeah. it, it, it's it's a bit of one of those ones where he's he's such a, a an intimidating man, and he comes across that on screen. Him and he messed up his lines a lot, but that he got old. One mate, same sort of fact. I'd say at your age, it was it was quite terrifying. Yeah, it was. It was, and it was. He was like an old headmaster, wasn't he? There was oh, big time. He had that key that he, he wasn't prepared yeah. to bring it down. All these stories that we've been talking about today, of course, I'm sure, are going to be featured within your your one man play bases that's coming to Stockport Plaza in in January. That's right, January the 23rd. I'm at Stockport Plaza. There it is. A bit of a carry on, and you're right. I look at Dad's story and I look at Mum's story, and I talk about mm -hmm. life growing up in a in a family like that. It's fantastic. It's Is there any stories that you've not mentioned in there that perhaps you'd like to share with us right here, right now? Cool. Well, very quickly, um, looking at Dad's story, what's interesting is he was shot down in the war. He ended up as a prisoner of war in Stalag mm -hmm. Free, where they did the Great Escape. And he paired up with a man called Tolly Rothwell, who was a pilot. Years later, Tolly would write most of the carry-ons, and Dad was in 16 of them. And it all started back in Stalag Three. Wow. It's, do you know what? It's like they say, everything is connected in everything some way. Is everything connected. is connected. That's incredible. Yeah. You're absolutely it's, right. It's fantastic. It should well, be fun. It's, it, I'm, I'm, look, if I'm coming to it, I've already decided I'm going to be there. Now, please welcome, I'm going to sing it because they're singers and they're incredible. Ben Bond from the Sunday Boys. How are I'm, you? I'm good, thank you. You should join us. Come along, Sunday evening. Oh, see, now I've got a gig and everything. I, I could have possibly it's for boys only. Of course. <laughs> no, 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 low voice player. <laughs> oh, fair, low voice. What are you saying? <laughs> fair, listen, Sunday Boys Choir, when did it start? How did it start? And why, why? is it so fantastic? 
Well, we started back in 2016. It was founded by Michael Betridge. He just wanted to, basically, he felt that he wanted to form a low voice choir um, for LGBTQ people to get together on a Sunday evening and, and come together and have a bit of a sing and, and fun. And that's the main thing about Sunday voice, it's fun. Um, and so we started out in what was the basement of Taurus. You remember Taurus? It's oh, called. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we started singing and it's 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 evolved since then. And, and last rehearsal, we had knocking on 50 people in rehearsal and it's just come from strength to strength. So why do you okay. think it's going from strength to strength? Because it is. Everybody talks about it yeah. around Manchester. It's not just Canal Street as much as, you know, it's yeah, kind well, of it's, you know, it's synonymous it's very big around there, absolutely. But why is it so talked about? Why is it so successful? Well, I think there's two things there. There's one, we, we've managed to build a real community around what we do. Um, so, like, we, we we refer to kind of one of the jokes we make is about kind of people are Sunday boys adjacent. So, kind of, we've got the kind of core choir, then we've got all these friends we've made around that. And we've built a real mm. community around the, kind of what we do. Um, and the other real strength of, of the choir is, is we sing a real variety of stuff. There's something there for everyone, really. Kind of, one of our USPs is, is we commission. Um, early career queer artists to come in and, and write new things for us but then we do kind of very nice um pop medleys and and arrangements and folk and and there's, there's a little bit of there for everyone so so yeah so is it like how what kind of people do you bring into the sunday boys is it all trained singers or are these people who are completely or just want to try something out you've got that deep voice not at all. It's it's it, we are com completely open access. There's no audition process. Um, we accept people of all levels, and 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 something we're built into what we do is supporting people. So we offer vocal coaching, singing lessons, um, and and kind of take people through each kind of step of, of learning how to mm -hmm. sing and what the music means. Um, so so no, it, it's completely inclusive. Yeah. And do you do singing yourself? Oh, I sing a bit. I do my best. Because um, <laughs> like, we tried, you know, and we, we are we are fully aware that you're. Um, well, you're being awarded grants from the lottery, aren't you? So they're obviously why are we impressed by you. Sorry for our singing. Uh, um, what, La. 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 Thank you. Gorgeous. There you are. Gorgeous. So yeah. what what's going on with the lottery then? So we, we've been we've been really lucky. So yeah, so so we re most recently awarded a um, an arts council national lottery funded project for um, during lockdown. So so we did a lot of work during lockdown and, and made sure um, that we started an offer because obviously it was really important to our choir and community that we, we kind of were still able to get together and that was mostly on Zoom. Um, but we were awarded some funding um, to commission Finn Anderson, who was a wonderful um, um, songwriter, who wrote us a piece mm -hmm. called Distant Dream. Um, and we recorded and performed that at the Lowry, and then that was distributed um, online via YouTube and various wow. channels. Um, and, and that was really successful, and that was such a wonderful project to bring kind of our choir together during lockdown. Um, and yeah, off the back of that, we'd be nominated for a National Lottery Project of the Year award, um, and been shot literally fifteen hundred, which is which is amazing. So yeah, we're really honoured to be part of that. Yeah, it is sensational. It really, really is. Uh, is there still space for people to join you, or is your sort of your cast and your choir already done, dusted? Absolutely, we, we've we've always got more space. So if people want to join us, um, um go to our website, thesundayboys.com, um, and just drop us a line. There's a little sign up form there. We'll be in touch, and yeah, we're always open to new members. Yeah, we're ever growing, and that, but that's really open to that. That's oh, amazing. And if people want to get involved, it's, it's an easy process, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, there's no audition process. We, we will drop your line. We'll invite you along. We've we've got kind of um, quiet buddies who will meet you on the door and get you settled in um, and, and make sure you're looked after in your first first rehearsal. So yeah, that's not a problem at all. Sounds like a very lovely friend. It sounds fantastic. Uh, ben Bond, best of British with it.
as I'm saying all night. I was going to say, is this, am I going to hear this all night? It's my new catchphrase. Where's best of Irish? Like, what's going on? Best of what? Best of the Irish. Some are British. Uh, anyway, thank you very much, Ben Bourne. Thank you very much, Dan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, this is not just outrageous, it's outstageous. It is indeed. Yeah. Please welcome to the show Adam Zane, the gorgeous Matt and his watermelon, and of course the producer, Mike Lee. So we are joined, of course, over here today now by Adam Zane, everybody, oh. and the fabulous Hello. Mike Lee, which I want to call Spike Lee, but it's a different thing altogether. So we just won't. <laughs> we just won't. And this is the watermelon. Um, <laughs> we will explain that very, very outstageous. soon. Yes. What is it? Tell us all about it. Oh, we are back. We were obviously we weren't on last year, but it's an yes. annual event for LGBTQ new writing, um, and so we, we've got twelve shows on in 12? one night. In one yeah. night, yes, yes. in one night. Monologues <sighs> and scenes and dance, and it's just a celebration of LGBTQ life. It's fantastic. It does sound good, doesn't it? Yeah. Now, Matt, we do joke about you with the watermelon. Yeah. But actually, What's she it's, it's not really so much of a joke, is it, really? No, no. So, I'm um, in a piece called Watermelon. Um, yeah. Good title. Uh, <laughs> good title. About a character that has a relationship with a mystery object. Yeah. It's I don't know if you can guess. <laughs> is it a watermelon? It has to mind the pips. That's all we'll yeah. say. <laughs> So, yeah. Let's just say rehearsals are going to be very interesting. Are you, are you, what, what kind of relationship are we talking here? One minute, don't you back away from that. What kind of relationship are we talking uh, very, here? Very, very close relationship. Very they know, close. They were, know each yeah. other very well, very intimate. Yeah. Intimate that tells you all you need to know. Let's just say... It gives a whole new meaning to American Pie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. right. British watermelon. Now you're producing and wrangling all this together, then. Uh, just about. Yeah. yeah. How? <laughs> How are you going about doing this? I don't know. Very well. Say by name. Say uh, by nature. <laughs> No, it's been great. I mean, we've got 16 performers, 12 writers. Yeah. Um, and just the, the scripts kind of celebrate everything from uh, trans uh, trans identities to bisexual erasure and everything Sorry, in between. I'm when there's no bisexual erasure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. By Awareness Week and you've got, what, three scripts with um, centre around bisexual yeah. characters? Yeah. So you're touching, on, you're touching on quite mm. a lot of points then and yes. throughout this yeah. yeah yeah i think it's probably our most diverse in terms of uh, the breadth of topics that mm -hmm. we cover yeah. um, there's something for everyone there's something to make you laugh make you cry make you think mm. and i think it kind of covers everything and this is all taking place on one night yes so you'll see all 12 pieces on one night mm -hmm. um but it, we're on from um wednesday to saturday at Hope Mill Theatre. Wow. So, yeah, 29th of September to the 2nd of October. Hope Mill just seems to deliver just... It does. Well, it's had, had so many things going on. Obviously, yeah. we were there, which is... Obviously. 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 Mm -hmm. He doesn't talk much about himself, no. does it? <laughs> Says her. So, <laughs> so uh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fabulous. If people want to get tickets for this night, how mm. do they go about doing that? Uh, the best place to go is our website. Right. You can find out loads about the shows, all the different pieces that are on there. Yeah. So if you go to hivenorth.co.uk forward slash outstageous. How did you get like everything together then? Like, what, How do you pick the people, the scripts? Well, well, I mean, it was amazing because lockdown happened mm. and we opened submissions and we got over 250. Wow. wow. And, I mean, when we first started, we might get, you know, 25 mm. submissions. So to go through 250, and proper, uh, you know, and, yeah, we had a whole panel that went through them and 
you know, it, there's something for everyone, you know, there's comedy, there's heartbreak, um, and some incredible performers. It's so exciting. Yeah. So what's the sort of criteria you were looking for then when you were narrowing it down to 212? Oh, well, great subjects that excite us, really. Yeah. You know, because there are things on stage that I don't hear discussed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. So you want that. You want, you know, you want more bisexual stories. You want trans stories. And the trans stories that we've got are about trans characters telling us things that I've never heard discussed on stage before. Yeah. So, that's, I, mean, I think that's sometimes the best kind of theatre is whenever an audience is sat there going like, this isn't something I really want to see, but if you're putting it in front of their face, I think it needs to be seen almost. Yeah. Because there's yeah. so many people who would see something like that and go, oh, it's not very, not very the dumb thing. And went, yeah. well, that's exactly why it should be the dumb yeah, thing. Yeah, it should be challenging and exciting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You should, you should leave and want to talk about it. Yes. And, and have a discussion. Yeah. How you yeah. know it's a good show absolutely. when you're leaving still talking about the show. Now, Matt, you're in not just one of these plays, Yes, and then another one called Brute, which is about um, two working class lads who kind of have a rough upbringing and kind of find each other in a boxing gym. And it's about their relationship with that. Yes. Mm. So yeah, which is a different take as well in such a, like a masculine environment. So I think yeah. it's a really interesting take, that one. Yeah. That, was, that was written by a trans male writer that wanted to explore hyper-masculinity. So a world nice. that um, they've spent a lot of time doing really hyper-masculine sports, so they wanted to explore that. Um, and it features dance as well, which is quite yeah. interesting. Mm. So it's not just a night of cop. You, you couldn't really put this into one sort of category then, really, no. could you? It's just outstageous, what can I say? Yes. <laughs> oh, you are good. Oh, yeah. 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 indeed. Um, so, what's after this then, and what's next after this then? For you, got anything in the pipeline? Well, I mean, obviously, we've had such a break because of um, COVID, but yeah. suddenly everything is happening. Yeah. So, yes. next week, while Outstages is going on, our other play, Out Loud, mm -hmm. starts a tour, and we are wow. going around schools talking about homophobia, talking about transphobia and biphobia and exploring all those issues with kids. And yeah, so the two shows are on at the same time, but we're going to every school in Thameside and then around schools in Greater Manchester. So that's quite oh, a point, especially like with such it. things like sex education just coming yeah. out of the season. That Actually, very yeah, marries yeah, that yeah, almost. Yeah, Fantastic. Yeah, well, Belinda, what a show we've had today. Have you had fun? Oh, it was non-stop, wasn't it, Flower? Well, every day with us is, isn't it? It is indeed. Another show lined up next week, equally as marvellous, and some say would even be slightly wonderfuller. Well, fantastic. Ooh. So, I'm sure you'll all join us next week, only on... Your, Your Manchester! Manchester.